urban empowerment is something that should be done by the whole society. Why not? It is a good thing. If my mom can now start a business when she was thinking that it is only my dad who can do it, yeah. it is a very good thing. Mm -hmm. Women empowerment is a very good thing. Now we will come to the other side of women empowerment later. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, women empowerment has increased the sense of self-worth of a woman. And especially looking at uh, where we are coming from here in Kenya, mentioning this word historical advantage, we find that our society wasn't that much open to women, you know, taking up spaces, yeah. uh, especially these big, big spaces. Even when these professions were coming in, we find that men were the first lot to be trained and all that. Women had to go out of their way so that they can, you know, take up such spaces. It is uh, enable these women to develop such certain kind of enthusiasm in terms of taking up roles, mantles that were male dominated. There is another lot. Of, of women empowerment, which should be put in quotes, that is now forgetting to empower women and now training women to be men. So whenever we are empowering these women and uh, they're getting these positions, yes, mm -hmm. some of them have gone to an extent of now being the toxic feminists, yeah. to a point that they're just bitter about men. Mm -hmm. Men are also devising new ways, yeah. a new mechanism on how to thwart them even. <laughs> But I would like, like to say this, that whenever we are empowering these women, let's give them an opportunity of making things on a fair ground. Yeah. That we men, we can also understand. You're listening to Triple W, The Woman Worth World, a program that breaks the stereotypic nature of people in the society. Triple W, Voice of a Woman. My name is Brenda Obura and today we are going to focus on leadership as usual and our main aim is to break the stereotypic nature of people in the society and make the society a better place for women to compete favorably with the men. Today I have uh, visitors here and uh, I would like them to introduce themselves beginning with the gentleman over there. Agaresi Gunga is my name, senior leader at Technical University of Kenya. My name is Shampiana. I am from the Technical University of Kenya. I am the first female speaker in my school. My name is Bonface Moema Harrison. I am a student leader at the Technical University of Kenya in the capacity of the Secretary General. Thank you very much. Feel free, you're all welcome. And uh, our main focus is on women and leadership. Now, to begin, generally, what's your view on women and leadership? Uh, my view in, about women and leadership is that because the society has revolved and uh, many societal norms and beliefs are, are being done away with, mm -hmm. most of which were barring women from being in positions of leadership. And also, the society has created a better position. I can say fairly, there is a position of women in leadership. When I'm looking at women and leadership at this time, I think this is one of the best times in history to be a woman because where we are right now, people are more aware that when you see a woman, you don't look at that person in terms of gender, but rather the intellectual capacity and the quality of the thoughts, or maybe the uh, competitive capacity and the empowerment, or you know something good that this person has. You look beyond their gender, you look beyond all that. So for me, uh, women and leadership at this time, I'm just looking at it as at a time when we are, where we are existing right now, people understand and people are more accepting as compared to the olden days. Women in leadership, I support that uh, there is a chance for women to get to get to this position. Just like I'm a sergeant at home, and she is the speaker of our institution. She is my boss, and uh, they have an opportunity to lead us. Yet it raises some controversial questions to me, uh, talking about feminization of power and uh, 
yet we have not solved the masculinity of well. <laughs> That's another topic altogether. <laughs> but it's okay. Uh, as you've heard, Isena, uh, we, we are in a revolved society, as they've said. Then uh, she's, she has told us that uh, it is the right time or the best time to be a woman. Think about that. Back to you. Uh, what is the role of men in women and leadership in the society that we are in currently? I'm uh, going first. Uh... The role of men in society, you know, uh, in tradition, the society has been having, as I said before, norms and beliefs that you can say in favor. And the position of women again has improved because of what again she said about the intellectual uh, ability of women. Women have gone to school, and now the position of men in uh, uh, enabling uh, women into positions of leadership is by accepting first that we don't have the same women we had centuries ago. We have women who are capable, women who are going to school, women who are esteemed, and women who can take, uh, who can control over things, even when sometimes men are not uh, in capacity. So yeah, men they can support uh, women leadership because the breed of women we have is capable. Okay. Yeah. I, for if I'm supposed to talk about men. I think that uh, men plays a key role mm-hmm. uh, in empowering these uh, women by accepting the fact that uh, all of them are leaders, are equal in a, in a family. Whenever we are taking, we are betrothed to a woman in terms of marriage, we take uh, equal roles. She says I do, I says I do, meaning we are the same. Yeah. So men should, uh, men take a major role like to play. They have a major role to play in empowering these women. Hmm. Yeah, uh, you've had. I don't know whether the lady has got something to say. I do actually have something to say. What is the position of your man? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I do agree with what my colleagues have said. Indeed, men do have a very. In fact, they have the the biggest role to play in, uh, in when it comes to women in leadership and women empowerment at these times. Considering our tradition, as uh, the sex gen has explained, and their their role is very key because. Once a man believes in a woman, looks beyond the gender and believes in the intellectual capacity, as I had said before, it, is, it serves as a good example for the next man and the next and the next one. So once uh, we have this breed of people, Ama, we have this group of people, of men to be specific, that believe in women, it, you know, it, it's also a, some sort of an influence. So I think, the, it, of course, there are very many influential roles that they play, but the one key major factor is that one of influencing the federal men, and, okay. or even some other man maybe who doesn't think that women maybe at a monetary perspective and maybe have work here before. Okay, uh, to pick on what Harry said, uh, you said that uh, at some point I don't know that you're talking about a wedding ceremony or what you said we are both equal because at that particular point we all say, I do, I do. The question is, do you think at one point in the society we live in? Uh, people will do away with the thing that uh, we have a female person, we have a male person. But we just take people as general. There is nothing like People are just equal. What's your perspective on that? The reason why people will say we have a female speaker is because it looks unusual. Yeah. And it looks unusual because of historical disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Like now, we, we, if, 
if we have a, a university president who is 19 years old, it would, it would be said that we have the youngest president. Yeah. You see? Mm -hmm. So it, it is simply because of uh, historical disadvantage. Again, I do not see it good for us to reach a point where we now don't recognize if someone is male or female. <laughs> uh, that, one, that one we have to be very keen with. <laughs> very keen with that. Because again, as much as we have equal opportunity, there is equity and equality. Yeah. You see, you see, as much as there is equal opportunity, then that does not do away with uh, our difference. See, we can accommodate our differences and still be together, but again, we don't forget those differences. We cannot be absorbed now to be, because we say we are all people. Okay, we are all people, but again, we are male people and female people. All right, so... Can I add just something to what you're saying? Yeah. Um, on the point that you said that we cannot reach a point now, we're just calling ourselves people, maybe in every context. It, it, it's very important to understand that there are men, and there are women, and we are different in our own ways, yeah. but that doesn't necessarily mean that one is higher, that is more important than the other person. We're just different, and we have just to accept that. The moment we start talking about people is when we're talking about issues to do with human rights, issues to do, you know, with that. We call ourselves human beings, call ourselves people. But in some other aspects, we cannot deny the fact that I am a woman, he yes. is a man, yeah. you know, and all that. And also, um, what, what was the first point you had said? Because of the historical disadvantage. Yes, the historical disadvantage, yes. It's true. It's something that has been there. So when I'm coming in as a female speaker, the first female speaker, they will tend to to call me the female speaker, you know. Yeah. But it's because of that aspect of being the first. When you are the first at something, it's going to be like that. But suppose another female speaker comes in, and another one follows, and another one follows. It now becomes the speaker. You know, when you're, talking, when you're looking at history, to, to, to some extent, you might call it a disadvantage or an advantage. I don't know. It depends on the context of the situation. But once you are the first and you are either male or female, you can't escape that. But uh, if you look at uh, most uh, historical things, yes. uh, we find that the first woman to become a president was Sarif Ellen Johnson. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, do you think it's a good idea, you as a woman, when someone said the first female speaker, that feeling, how do you feel? Personally, it is such, number one, it's a very empowering feeling. <laughs> number two, it's a moment that I say, hey, I'm proud of myself, yeah, and I, I really made it this far. And other, I'm also an example there for other women maybe who are looking up to me. Mm -hmm. Some of us personally, I really don't look at it as at, I am a woman, I will do this so that I can. But by virtue of being a human being, I will just go for it. I don't even look at it like that. Watching the end, it was just about me kupita zile going as far as I can. But you see, there are other people that are that usually look up to their fellow women. Okay. We have to be first to ask the first female. So. We're not going to do away with that. Uh, the next thing we're moving on to, the impact of uh, women empowerment. What can you say? What can you say about it? Be it positive or negative? We can start with the good things first. My view about women empowerment is that it has it has equipped them with, with, with more knowledge, mm -hmm. with more esteem, with more believing in themselves. It, it, it has really opened a lot of possibility for them. 
And you know, the process of empowerment goes with uh, women who have made it before coming to share testimonies with uh, younger ladies or even age mates. That is quite encouraging. I, I think the position of women empowerment is good in society because if, if, if for example, it is something that is bringing my daughters to good uh, stand in society, something that is empowering my mother. Why not? It is a good thing. If my mom can now start a business when she was thinking that it is only my dad who can do it, yeah. it is a very good thing. Mm -hmm. Women empowerment is a very good thing. Now we will come to the other side of women empowerment later. It's <laughs> 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 okay. I also agree with him. Indeed, women empowerment has increased the sense of self-worth of a woman. And especially looking at where we are coming from here in Kenya, Again, mentioning this word historical advantage, we find that our society wasn't that much open to women, you know, taking up spaces, yeah. especially these big, big spaces. Even when these professions were coming in, men, you find that men were the first lot to be trained and all that. Women had to go out of their way so that they can, you know, take up such spaces. So when you're talking about women empowerment, I'm thinking about... Uh, those girls that are coming from cultures that are very very patriarchal in the yeah. extremes. I'm looking at uh, just a, a girl somewhere trying to take up space in her own way and just that one point, increasing the sense of self-worth of a woman. Right. Uh, on my point, I would like also to appreciate uh, the role that these people are playing in terms of women empowerment. It is uh, enable these women to develop such certain kind of enthusiasm in terms of taking up roles among those that were that are male-dominated in, uh, in our societies generally, even in the past. We have some strong ladies like Nkatilio Menza who marshaled men to mm -hmm. and fight the Europeans. So this kind of women, if given an opportunity that Nkatilio Menza was there and now talking to these ladies, young ladies, upcoming ladies, they'll be able to know that these women, men and we, we women and those men, we are equal equals. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to appreciate them and I'd like to appreciate that role of empowering women. Mm -hmm. uh, you've heard the positive impact of women empowerment in this society. And remember, for every good thing to occur, there has to be some challenges. So we move to the negative impact, so the negative repercussions of women empowerment. One of the things I, 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 I would say is that uh, I think there is misinterpretation of terms in society. Mm -hmm. There is this thing called feminism. And uh, there is another lot of, of women empowerment which should be put in quotes that is now forgetting to empower women and now training women to be men. <laughs> Instead of, you know, the way you are, you can be better self with what you have. Now, you, you are being to change. Actually, she was saying, I, I like to point that. When she's going maybe to pursue a certain thing inside, she does it because she's motivated, she has broken her own boundaries. Mm -hmm. But now there are people who are vying so that they can run against men. <laughs> so they can bring men down. <laughs> people have been told, just go and fight those men. Mm -hmm. And they will bring uh, slogans of uh, uh, women empowerment. I think, actually, that brings another point of most women, when they get into position of leadership, they will now focus on women empowerment mm -hmm. alone. Not all of them. The men are... Not all of them, mm -hmm. but we have a, a, a crop of such leaders. <laughs> who now so, make their... Does that mean that uh, once they are there, they forget that uh, the men should also be part of them? 
or what are you trying to put across? I'm trying to put across this <laughs> that women empowerment mm-hmm. is something that should be done by the whole society. Mm-hmm. As, as, as we began earlier, you asked about the position of men mm-hmm. in women in leadership. Yeah. So that means there is a position of men in women empowerment. We have to do this because where are these women exercising their leadership, if not in society? True. Exercising their leadership on men and women. So I, I, I would suggest, I don't want to look like a complainer. <laughs> I would suggest that uh, going forward in society, we need to make sure that we incorporate everyone in the process of uh, women empowerment and the participation of women in leadership. So that now it does not look like a one-sided dominated or a war between genders. Okay. What do you have to say? Oh, I would like to take, the, for example, women being empowered. In a context that they tend to alienate men, whatever they are doing, just like Boniface has said. But also the fact that whenever we are empowering these uh, women, you forget the role of this man who is in this, uh, or man in that family, who is the one who is supposed to start from the basic roots of the family, is always the basic uh, structure in terms of the social, offering a social support. Mm-hmm. If you don't give, if you don't tell this man the role of the what, which kind of role this lady is going to play in this house, then where will that lady success that kind of a role in that house? Will he be able? Will still be denied these opportunities? Correct. And that is the reason as to why we need, to, whenever you are doing it, you need to tell, to inform these men of what you are trying to do to their women. When we're looking at women empowerment, we are looking at empowering everyone, so that. Basically, I see it as education, because even for a man, you educate that man, you tell them how things are supposed to be, what is fair, and, and all that, and matters to do with equity. And then the woman fills up her space without no issue other than, you know, bringing those things that embarrass people like me now. <laughs> uh, bringing down men, yeah. forgetting the men, and all that, and this is a societal thing. On that uh, note... I, I want to say something yeah. about this position of women. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I know most Kenyans uh, don't regard the position of women because they don't see it functional. Yeah. I want to state it very clear that there is a lot of role that is supposed to be done by women reps. And I can say most women reps are underperforming or not performing at all. Mm-hmm. That should be checked. We need, we need positions which are performing. Oh yeah, just to add on what he's saying, I forgot to maybe emphasize on that part of women representative. Mm-hmm. I, I, I also cannot undermine their position as well, because when I'm looking at women, uh, we cannot, as in as much as we are moving forward, and every, as we are in Nairobi, maybe we are very privileged, yeah. but we see there are other places and other cultures that women want to, so when you, you find that women, most women reps from such areas are very strong women, women that fight for their fellow fellow women, and women that have men that support them in fighting in fighting for the rights of their fellow women. Maybe to add on uh, what the second Boniface and speaker said, mm-hmm. uh, you know, first of all, I subscribe to an anti-simping Whenever we are empowering these women and uh, they're getting these positions, yes, mm-hmm. some of them have gone to an extent of now being the toxic feminists yeah. to a point that they're just bitter about men mm-hmm. and whatever, maybe of whatever they went through in life. 
But now, whenever they are coming up with such kind of ideologies, mm -hmm. men are also devising new ways, yeah. a new mechanism on how to thwart them even. <laughs> but I would like, like to say this, that whenever we are empowering these women, let's give them an opportunity of making things on a fair ground, yeah. that we men, we can also understand and do what, and uh, maybe we may share together and we'll bring such kind of a teamwork mm -hmm. within our communities. All right, uh, remember you are listening to Women and Leadership, a program that is aimed at breaking the stereotypic nature of people in the society and make uh, the society be a better place for women and men to live equally. Back to you. Mm -hmm. Someone once said, a woman who cannot nurture the society isn't of any value to the society. Women are nurturing. Mm -hmm. You see, one of the roles of a woman is being a mother. Yeah. And being a mother means you, you are nurturing children. Yeah. You are nurturing your husband. Mm -hmm. So we, 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 <laughs> we husband. as a society, we, we really expect much from women to nurture us, the young ones, because, you know, the generation we're going to have will greatly depend on how they were brought up by their moms. That is the truth we can't run away from. So it all depends on the moms. It is the truth that <laughs> women have the role of nurturing yeah. and bringing up Zion. <laughs> okay, now, listen up. We have the first speaker at the Technical University of Kenya with us. Uh, I guess, or I know, each and every one of you want to know her personal experience. The floor is yours. As for me, as I had said earlier, when I was thinking about you know going for this position or this position or even the, the, the one that I was going for, I wasn't really thinking about you know men, women and all that. I was just thinking, thinking about how far can I go, you know, and all that. And fortunate for me, I have gotten along with my colleagues, the ones that are here right now. I have... Uh, of course, there are challenges, but in general, if I'm going to speak, my experience has been a very positive one. You know, everyone I've been interviewing, telling me their personal experience, it has really been rough and tough. But today, ladies out there, it is the way you, uh, should I say, you are, the way you prioritize yourself and what you want. We are almost winding up your take as we continue. I really appreciate the opportunity. Over at the, 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 the show has been great. We've exchanged perspectives. We, 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 and we have all appreciated the position of women in, in our society. We have also encouraged for more action, especially a positive one, towards a better and greater society. I, I really would like to say that. I really would like to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, so generally, uh, this topic on women empowerment is a very crucial one, and the fact that you know you're going out there to bring this to the attention of people and to even showcase to other women that you know women wako now and now they're going they're they're you know the of barriers and barricades and all that. You know it's very important, and I think the most important thing that I have gotten out of all this is that women empowerment uh, generally involves the whole society. Uh, let's strike a balance between women empowerment and denying men opportunities. <laughs> That's my parting shot. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Thank you very much for staying tuned. It was Women and Leadership, the theme of the program, uh, breaking the stereotypic nature of women in the society to ensure that women and men live equally in the society we live in. Remember, you also have an equal opportunity as a lady to become a leader. And uh, the men also, they have said that uh, women nowadays are becoming, uh, did he say tough, like you want it. Uh, you know, in everything you do, you have to follow a certain procedure. We do things procedurally. So as a woman, you should know the right things. And remember, if to be specific on politics, you have to play your cards right. Not necessarily politics, but in any leadership position, play your cards right so that you can better the society, not yourself as an individual. Because remember we said that uh, uh, in a society where a woman cannot nurture it, then the woman uh, doesn't have any value. Be of value to the people around you. It all begins with you. First of all, do you value yourself? After valuing yourself, you should know that you value the little, the little ones that are around you. Then it's when you can extend your arms to the outside society. Thank you very much. I have been your host, Brenda Obura. Till we meet next. Goodbye. You have been listening to W, The Woman Worth World, a program that breaks the stereotypic nature of people in the society. Triple W, voice of a woman. Thank <laughs> you.